Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And it's cute food. I just hopped off the porch with dirty girl bag. Right, so we got the one and only Q the Fool jumping off the porch with us today. Yeah. Man, welcome, bro. What it do? Man, man. Welcome home as well, too, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. So first off, how we feeling today, man? How's your mental? Man, it's all good. I'm feeling good. Like, in that, in that mode, I'm working for real. Like, trying to get back everything I work for. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of mode I'm in. Yeah, just, just minor setbacks, right? Yeah, minor setback, major comeback. Absolutely, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, what, what else are you working on here in Atlanta? What brought you down to the city, man? Oh, I got people out here for real. I always come out in Atlanta. I'm manager out here. Okay. So I'm always, I'm always back and forth to Atlanta for real, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you like the vibes here compared to back at home? I mean, Atlanta, cool. You know, it's like a party, so you know, this black Hollywood for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so you come home, right? Right. And so I was confused because I was like, man, I swore he just came home a couple months ago. Yeah. But I guess he had to go sit back down for a little bit, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like some uh, violation of probation shit. I don't, I don't know, man. You know, them people's crazy. <laughs> yeah. How much longer do you have on probation, man? Because I know that shit can linger. Uh... I got five years probation. True. Yeah. So, yeah, how you feeling like going forward? You feel like this is going to be the last time you have to go sit back? Last time I mean, you violate that? Yeah, inshallah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not no negative person. I don't got no negative energy. I'm, I'm pushing positivity right now. So, you know what I'm saying? Inshallah, I, I ain't going back there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that. No, I'm sure fans are going to be happy to see you out too. Man. Yeah, I love the fans. I love my supporters. Yeah, what do your fans mean to you, man? Especially the ones that have been ride or die with you, you know, for this last, what, seven, eight years since you've been on this shit. Man, they mean the world to me. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 that's what feed my family. You know what I'm saying? I, I love my supporters. I love my fans. I need them. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, and I saw OGZ brought you out. Was it the same night? Was it the next night? Like, how soon did he bring you out for yeah, this show? Yeah, man? that's my bro right there. That was the, uh, the, the second day I came home. I straight, went straight to uh, Vegas. Hmm. Brought me straight out there. I had a sold out show. You know, that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. OTX, Shoreline Mafia. You know what I mean? That's family right there. Yeah. Yeah, speak on that relationship, man. Because we know you guys work together, but, you know, we don't see the relationship beyond the music, though. It was, uh, like, 2017. Just on Instagram, he like, man, you hard. Like, he was just keep telling me, like, man, you hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your music hard as shit. And I tap in, I'm tapping into his shit. Because, you know, they got their own little cult following for oh, real. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. And he's just like, man, Come on tour with me. And he brought me on tour and just showed me a whole different, whole different side of the rap that I ain't see because I ain't never been on tour before. So hmm. I appreciate bro. Like I love brother Death for that. He he's uh, he that that motivated me to, to take rap a little bit more serious. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you see someone, you know, on the other side of the country that be fucking with you to say they kinda of extend their hand, like, man, come fuck with us. And different nationalities, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mexicans, Latinos. You know what I'm saying? Jumping, screaming my music too. You know what I'm saying? But got a whole nationality, you know what I'm saying, rocking with me. So it's all love for bro. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, that record y'all did, that Gangsters and Sippers, man. Yeah. That shit is a classic right there. It went platinum, went gold, it went, it went, it, it went, went something. Of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the first platinum gold record I got. Because of bro, I love Brother Death for that. 
Yeah. Did y'all get in the studio for that? Or was that something they just sent over yeah, to we, you? Or? Yeah, no, we was in the studio, but the crazy thing is we got in the studio, he told me like, man, this going, you know this gonna go platinum. I'm just thinking he just talking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I went in, I was locked up. I'm gonna phone my baby mother, she like, yeah, you know, the gangsters and sippers and went platinum, they just uh they just sent the screenshot, uh, uh I guess the the certification or whatever. And it made my day just you know what I'm saying, it made it seem like while I was locked up, at least some positive was going on while I was, you know what I'm saying, in a negative situation for real. Yeah. Yeah, what kept you positive, you know, while you're being locked up, man? Mm -hmm. my, my kids, my family for real. You know what I'm saying? Just my kids. Other than that, like, no nobody want to be inside there. Nah, for real. Mm -hmm. What has being a father taught you about life? I appreciate life, just. I'm saying I got kids just seeing them, just raising them, just knowing I'm I'm raising men. Like I just know I want I want to raise I want to raise them to be men, mm -hmm. and I want to be there for them. So this made me appreciate life way more. Nah, absolutely, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, you go viral on IG when you post that pic with you and Shabazz, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my brother. That's my Muslim brother. Yeah, I don't think fans were ready for that shit, man. Yeah, but they don't. Me and Shabazz been talking. We we been like we been good for about two, three years now, like we've okay. been chopping it up. But it was just like, I told him like, <clears throat> it's that time, like, you know what I'm saying? It's that time, I had to told brothers that time. He like, all right, say less, it's that time. You know what I'm saying? We about to work. Yeah. Chop brothers two on the way. Yeah, uh, I know fans gonna go crazy. Doing that for the DMV. Yeah, cause it's like, you know, people love to see the maturity. Like you ought yeah. to, I, I wouldn't even say you guys had beef. Like you said, I think you said it was, uh, you guys yeah, just weren't seeing eye to eye. Yeah, we just, we just weren't seeing eye to eye on a couple of on a couple things. That was all it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Brothers, brothers always don't see eye to eye, you know what I'm saying? But we brothers, so, you know what I'm saying? We came back together. Nah, it's lovely to see, man. We need yeah. to, you know, see some more of that positivity shit in this rap game. Yeah, of course, we got to. Yeah. All right, so let's take it back. So you're from PG County, right? Let me get, let me get some water real quick. Yeah, I'm yeah. from PG. Okay. So for someone like me, I've never been to PG County, man. Yeah. Can you put me on to, like, the culture, the way of life up there? What really be going on in PG County, man? I mean, going what? In, in, in any other place. You know what I'm saying? It's some areas five minutes from D.C., PG not really close, ain't no areas really, PG not really close to VA like that. You know what I'm saying? We really close to DC for real. This is, you know what I'm saying? This is one of them areas for real. Any, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. Yeah. Now that you've been able to tour, you know, like all over the country and shit, what do you feel like makes PG County or the DMV different than other areas then? Or is there no difference really? Mm, I mean, it's different. I mean, you know, go-go. Oh, yeah. We got go-go out there. That's the one. Don't nobody else got go-go except for us. How we talk, you know what I'm saying? Our swag, we just different. You know what I'm saying? As soon as females hear yeah, nigga accent, they be like, oh, where you from? You know what I'm saying? We they just be different. Yeah. And how do you feel about the term DMV? Because I know some people like DC, they don't like to claim that shit. Well, nah, what's your thoughts on it? I love it. My whole family from DC, so I don't got no problem with that. VA, I got love for VA. I don't got too much family out VA, but I, I got love for VA because that's that's right there too. You know what I'm saying? And they they show they show love and I got a lot of good VA men too. I got you. Yeah. So you know, before the music, what was Q the Fool doing, man? What was he doing as a kid growing up in PG County? Before the music, man, I was just bad. Like, <laughs> I was just a badass little kid, spoiled. You know what I'm saying? I just used to be running around just doing shit for. Real. 
when you say spoiled, like you the only kid, or you got brothers and sisters, or? No, I got I got a little sister. Like I just I always be bad, but my mother always give me everything I want. I always got <laughs> shoes. Like I was the type get two phone calls a week from the teacher. Huh. You know what I'm saying? But I still get my shoes. I, you know what I'm saying? I was always bad. Yeah. So you're the type that spoils your kids then too? Or yeah, you always, be trying to teach them the harder way? Yeah, I, I spoil them, but I sit them down and I talk to them though. See me, I ain't really, my, my father wasn't inside my life like that. Mm-hmm. It was always just me and my mother. So with my sons, I feel like even though I spoil them, when they be, they be bad and I spoil them, it's just a different vibe because I, I sit there and I talk to them like men, you know what I'm saying? Which I ain't never had, so it was just different. Yeah, so you didn't have any like type uh, male role models in your life growing up? Any like, uncles or big homies or anything like that? Yeah, my uncles and cousins, but it was more like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, uh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be like, I ain't gonna glorify, you know what I'm saying, the street shit, you feel me? But yeah, I, I definitely had, had a, a lot of male role models. Now, were they pushing the positive side of, of life to you, or what? I mean, they probably didn't know, but I mean, they, they was pushing negativity, but they probably didn't know it, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they were just trying to feed their family, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's just, that's just what it was. Yeah. So when would you say you jumped off the porch, how old were you? I probably jumped off the porch when I was like, I'm going to say 14. Okay. Start stealing cars and stuff like that. I used to like, when I was 14, we just, me and my little brother, we just like, we used to like stealing cars and that. Oh shit, 14. Not yeah. even really old enough to drive then, huh? Yeah, I started smoking at 12, but like, far as like really just doing shit that could have got me locked up. I was like 14, stealing cars and shit. Yeah. Did you ever get caught stealing the car back then? Stealing my mother's car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she whoop your ass or what? She, she tried to pepper spray me. She pepper spray me. <laughs> she tried to. That's I dunked that motherfucker. <laughs> Tries to live me. Did you ever steal her car after that? I, I stole her car. She sent me to live my grandma out of DC for like a year or two. Well, I ain't never stole her car that again. Yeah. <laughs> so that should work then. Yeah, huh? yeah, I ain't trying to get pepper spray. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. So do you finish school or do you go to college after school? Nah, uh, I ain't finished high school. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. I called attempted murder when I was 16. Oh, wow. Uh, I got my GED when I was uh, evicted color. That's like a placement. I was, in, I was up there for two years. I came home when I was 18. Okay. So where you at mentally at 16 with that charge looming over your head like that? Did you feel like this could be it? This is over? Or did you know, like, man, I know I'm coming home off this shit? I'm going to keep it 100. I was scared. You know what I'm saying? I was charged with attempted murder as an adult. At 16, they gave me a $250,000 bond. True. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a serious situation. Uh, it, took, it took a while for them to weigh me down. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they were trying to keep me as an adult. But it took them about like a year. Put them to weigh me down, then they kept me in the juvenile system. Hmm. Did you make bail? Did anyone come to make? Uh, yeah, yeah, my yeah, my mother bailed me out, and she bailed me. They, they put they every, my not just my mother, my whole family. They just had everybody came together, put houses up, and they bailed me out. But they end up because like I was saying, we were stealing cars, we was doing a lot. You know, they got bench warrants and, and stuff like that. It's not called a bench warrant. It's called a, a, a it's like a, a suppressed one. Like it's like a warrant they be having for you. You won't even know about. So when I got when I got bailed out, like yeah, a week later, yeah, they came with a, a, a robbery warrant, a juvenile robbery warrant for some of that, some shit that me and my little man was doing. 
Nah, so I ended up getting locked back up. So it was like they wait, my folks wasted their money bailing me out for real. They didn't get their money back for that. They didn't, I mean, they did because I ain't get, I ain't valid, but it was just yeah. like I could have just stayed in there. You know what I'm saying? They did all that, and I still was locked up. Yeah. Did you feel like you kind of disappointed your mom at that point, or? Mm, not for real, because she was just so much in my corner. Like in the situation that it was, I ain't really do nothing wrong. <clears throat> nigga came, nigga tried coming to my house, you know what I'm saying? So I went back to his house, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? So that's just how it was. I got you. So switching over to music, like, what, do you remember when you fell in love with music, whether it was making it or just listening to it? Uh, I think when I, my mother bought me uh, the, the 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying hmm. when I was five years old, and that's when I knew I wanted to be a rapper. Did you, you know, tell her that at the time? No, I ain't tell her that, but that, that turned me up like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a robber. Yeah. So how'd you get your start? Were you just like freestyling at the time? Or at what point did you start like actually rapping then? My aunt and my, my aunts, they used to be smoking smoking in the car, robbing. And they'd be like, you go ahead, rap. I was like the little badass, and I'd be robbing, dancing. So I always been robbing since I was like five, six. Oh shit. Yeah. Who takes you to the studio for the first time? Do you remember? Uh, went in the studio for the first time. I can't recall. I can't recall that. I don't Do you remember wanna... recording your first song then? Like whether it was at a home studio or just rapping into a phone type shit? Or... Yeah, rapping in the phone. Okay. Uh, I forgot what it was. I think it's called Audacity. Yeah. Rapping on the uh, laptop. Me and my cousin used to uh, record our own music and stuff like that. Oh. So how old were you at that time then? Like 13, 14 when I first started like, yeah, recording myself. Okay. On the iPhone, yeah. So you mentioned 50 Cent. Like, who, who else were some of your other favorite rappers back then? Nelly. You know, I used to rock a okay. little band, band aid. You, you had the band aid too? Yeah, I used to rock the band aid <laughs> with, the, with the tank top. <laughs> yeah. So, did you fall in love with rapping right away then? Like, like you said, you always knew you wanted to do it at five, but once you started like recording, releasing music, did you say you fell in love with that shit? I don't, I don't know when I fell in love with rap. I've, I feel like uh, I fell in love when I, when I came home when I was 18, and I just seen how much support I was getting. It was just like, oh yeah, I could really do it. And I just seen the love and, and how it made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, this 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 what I'm about to this what I'm about to do. Okay. Do you remember like which song was popping at that time that was kind of giving you a buzz out there? Mm. Was it the little bitch or? Man, it's, that's, I, don't, I can't, I can't, I don't remember, but I got to rock, you just got to go do the history. I'm 26, that was eight years ago. Yeah. Just go ahead and do y'all history. So would you say you started taking rap serious right then and there when you came home when you were 18, or it took you a while to lock in, or? I, I'm not going to say I, I, I took it that serious, but I knew I was a rapper, though. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? I was still playing, I was still playing my freedom for real, but I knew I was a rapper then. And you would say like the area, the city was supporting you pretty good then? Yeah, yeah, they were supporting me. I, I was turned up. Yeah. yeah. You got some classics, man. Let's talk about that right there. That shit went crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, I did that for I did that for the Lago Road, you know what I mean? I did that for the way. <laughs> so you remember that studio yeah. session, like uh or like the inspiration when you created that song? Yeah, that was the first day I came home when I did a year. I was I did a year when I was nineteen, I came on when I was twenty. And I uh that was the first day I came home and I recorded right there. Catch up, and I recorded Guns and Bells all that same night. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my, keep my my man, keep my my man Monty was with me. Yeah. So, did you expect it to, you know, do the numbers it did, or were you kind of caught off guard no, by I was, that? I was caught off guard, for real, for real. I ain't know 
it was, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was fucking with me like that. I didn't know it was gonna go all the way up like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you ended up dropping uh, Ketchup and Guns and Bells on the same day, right? Yeah, the same day. What, mm -hmm. what made you say, fuck it? Could you not just decide which one you to drop that day? Or did you figure if I drop two, it's gonna really go up? Or? I was in my head, like, I'm just trying to take over. Hmm. Excuse me. Yeah. And did, like, both of those videos go up right away, like, the same day you dropped it, or? Yeah, they went up right away. They're like, 30, 40K in one day. Oh, shit. So, yeah, at that point, you probably knew, like, all right, I'm here to stay with this. I still shit. ain't know. Really? Yeah, I still ain't know. I was still, it's like, man, they ain't playing, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't really, I ain't really know till, like, people start telling me, like, we want you to come perform. And I start really getting money, people paying me for features, like, oh, like, they really, they ain't playing. Like, they taking it serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how much you got paid for your first feature or your first show? My first show, I probably got like, I don't, I ain't, probably 1,000, 1,500 first feature. That's pretty good, though. 250, 500. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, once you start seeing, like, all right, this shit can actually pay some bills, like. Yeah, I was stocking. <laughs> you know I, mean? I was stocking that. You know I mean? I'm like, this is, this is free money. Yeah. Yeah. And were you monetizing your music back then, like through YouTube and all that? Did you know anything about that? I ain't, I just, yeah, because I, when as soon as my, my, my man, as soon as I came home, my man got me up. To tune cool and all stuff like that. Okay. A little distribution company, so I threw it straight on there and it ended up helping me out in the long term. Yeah. Uh, you dropped the song with Gucci back in the day, that bodyguard. Yeah, How did yeah, that song yeah. come about? You know, because uh, I don't want, I don't want to uh, not not say the wrong, the right, the wrong story. Really, my manager Snake kind of pee pitted together. We been trying to get the Gucci man, the Gucci man feature, but he really solidified it because he had to link straight to him. You know what I'm saying? But we had to get the money together for it. You know what I'm saying? You remember what you paid for it? Yeah, thirty-five thousand. Whew. Yeah. That was probably the most you ever paid for a feature at that time, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was back then. It was a, it was a couple good men. You know what I'm saying? We put the money together. And we made it happen. Okay. Yeah. I'm mad there was never a video for that shit, man. That shit right. went up. Yeah, that was gonna go up. We might still, we still might shoot it. Huh. Mm. Man, shout out to Gucci, man. I'm trying to shoot that. <laughs> Gotta push up on him, man, yeah. Um, so how does the situation with Rock Nation come about? Were you like getting, I'm sure you were getting offers from a lot of different labels at that time, too. Yeah, uh, me and Snake, we really, uh, we just locked in. Went up New York, and we just started going label to label. And Rock Nation was just like the perfect fit as far as like they, it just seemed the most genuine for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at that time, were you, was that like a goal for you to sign or did you kind of feel like you kind of hit a ceiling as an independent artist or? At first, I really didn't want to sign. Like I always wanted, to, in my head, I always wanted to be independent. But when I just started sitting down and people started telling me the bigger picture and, and, the, and the things they could do for me and, and push my career, it just started, it started to make a little bit more sense. And then I end up doing it. Okay. How would you describe your time with Rock Nation then? Oh, no, I was lit, changed, you know what I'm saying? That was, you know what I'm saying? That's a once in a lifetime thing right there. You know what I'm saying? It changed my life. Yeah. For sure. And how much would you say you learned about the music business side while being on the label? Then? I learned everything. That's what <laughs> taught me everything I needed to know about music. Yeah. Yeah, it taught, it taught, taught me as far as the business side, contracts, money, and how everything worked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that told me, it told me everything I needed to know. Yeah, because I always feel like for an artist, it's kind of good, whether the situation works out or not, for you to actually just get that experience, though. Yeah, Because so now that when you're an independent artist again, it's like, 
you can move like how a, a major label moves now. Yeah, you you just understand just marketing, budgets, all that different type of stuff. You, you gotta understand, you know, we rappers, we still, you a businessman. You just gotta understand the logistics of everything. So that really just helped me to understand the whole breakdown of the whole industry. Yeah. So Rich Shooters, that's the label yeah, now? Rich Shooters label. You know, I signed myself. <laughs> Real shit, man. Yeah, for sure. So is it uh, like you looking to put other artists on the label right now? Or? Yeah, yeah, I got I got Rico. I got Rico. He just came home. He just did eight. You know what I'm saying? I got Rico. I got, I got a couple producers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We looking for other artists too, but you know what I'm saying? We, it's, it, we, ain't, we ain't rushing. You just, we just let it happen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Really, it's family oriented for real, for real. I don't really mess with no outsiders. Yeah. I, I understand that too. Yeah, but, straight up. Yeah. So if you were to sign someone, like, what do you look for in an artist Lose. or a producer? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. You know what I'm saying? Loyalty, morals, and principles. I could care less about. I mean, of course, you gotta have the talent, but. Loyalty more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your creative process like when you hit the studios these days? It's the vibe on. Is is it depend on the vibe? It's a different vibe, right? You know what I'm saying? Session. It might be the females. It might be the, you know what I'm saying? The good man pushing up. And you know what I'm saying? It just depend on the vibe. Yeah. Do you prefer to write your raps or punch in, or you can do both? Or no, I'll be punching that for real. Okay. Yeah. At what point did you switch over to that? Because I know most writers or most rappers, they usually start out writing. No, I know, I know. I, I, well, I did try to write, but every time I write, it just don't sound right to me. Okay. So I like to freestyle for real. I got you. Yeah, I be freestyling. Okay. And when do you feel like you make your best music? Then it's like when you're in a good mood, or you pissed off, you're going through some real life shit, or. I feel like I make my best music when like when I'm in a situation now, and I feel like my back against the wall, but like I feel like. The situation right here, like I gotta get it. You know what I'm saying? With my back against the wall. So yeah, I'm, this one I'm making my best music right now. Yeah. Now, were you rapping while you were locked up too, or was your mind just elsewhere? No, I don't rap when I'm locked up. Hmm. You know, and it's just because it's just a different environment and it's just a a different mode you gotta be in. And when you in there, they think you a radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't rap one song. Yeah, man, hit that joint again. And nah, we ain't doing that. No, I can understand. Yeah. Actually, you'd probably get pretty frustrated. Yeah, they try to turn you to a radio in that drunk. <laughs> well, um, so have you hit the studio since you've been home? Yeah, I'm in there every night. Okay. I'm in the studio every night. Yeah. So, so what's this new music sound like? That's crazy, man. You want to hear? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave a couple songs with you. Okay. Okay. It's different. It's different. It's still cute to food, but it's it's different though. How so? Why why do you say it's different? I don't know, you can just tell, when you listen to somebody's music, you can just tell when they hungry, you know what I'm saying? You can just hear it. You can tell, like, I'm, I'm, I want it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can fuck all the chains and money and shit, you know what I mean? I mean, I just, I want, you know what I mean? I want that number one spot. It's like going back to the basics, kind yeah. of, you got that hunger again. Yeah, I'm going back to the basics, yeah. straight up. Would you say you ever felt like giving up on this rap shit during this journey these past seven, eight years? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, was, it was a couple times. It was a couple times I, I gave up on the rap shit, for real. Mm. Yeah, that's why I got locked up, because I gave up on the rap shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. So what brought you back? Getting locked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, this ain't it. You know what I mean? I didn't did this too many times, you know what I'm saying? So when you get locked up so many times, it's just, it, it's, it's, it, it's, 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 every time, like I was just telling my baby mother, every time you come home, 
It's like you be fucked up for real. This shit fuck you up a little bit. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? This shit, this, it, it fuck you up every time, every time you go in there. Yeah. Nah, did you have people in your corner of like, man, you should still be rapping, like, don't give up on this shit? Or? Yeah, I, you know, I, when I'm in there, I, I, I usually be around the old heads for real. And, you know what I'm saying, we walk the yard. You know what I'm saying, I might, you know, I'm a maintenance man. I was working in the kitchen. So I be chopping it up, and they just be telling me, like, man, because they, some of, the, some of the old heads in there, they've been down for 30 years. Some, some old heads been down since 1997. They don't know who the fuck you the fool is, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, hearing, they, they hearing me come in, and the other young niggas like, that's cute, boop, bop, bip, and they just tell them, they just, they don't even know me. They just like, Slim, you, you got something special. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of it. And they don't even know nothing about me. They ain't heard my music or nothing. But it's just like, man, how these niggas in here talking about you and how they running around and they supporting you, Slim, you, you got something good going on. Like, niggas like us, we nobody. We been in here, you know what I'm saying? They, these niggas in there, they hit them from the world. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you say you were treated, uh, you know, while being locked up? Because I'm sure most of the people did know who you were, though. Yeah. I'm, I, ain't, I was treated like a wreck, like just like any other man. But you know, it's, it be them, it be the dick riders. You know what I'm saying? But you, you gotta brush them off. Yeah, understood. Yeah, and it be the haters. You know what I'm saying? It be the niggas that be hating just because they know who you is and what you going home to. So they trying, really just trying to cut into you or just make a name off you just to say they got into it with you. So you really gotta brush them off too. Sometimes you gotta let some shit slide just because them niggas not ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas is just them niggas is anything. Yeah, it's like they trying to trick you out your position, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely trick you out your position, so run your time up. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on that music scene in the DMV right now today, man? It seems like a lot of lot of talent coming out. Yeah, man, it's talent. It's talent out there. The DMV scene always been lit. They just, they just, they, they got, they got recognized. It. That's all it is. It's, it's a lot of talent out there. It's always going to be talent in the DMV. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? We just got, it's the DMV just got coming together. That's all it is. And it's, it's happening, slowly but surely. So do you feel like the the music scene in the DMV is more united today than it was when you first started rapping? Mm, I don't know. I don't, when I first started rapping, I wasn't really paying attention to more united because I was just trying to get myself inside the game. But it's definitely united now. Like a lot of rappers are linking up, and you know what I'm saying. And it's a good look. You know what I'm saying. You, I, I fuck with it. It's a good look. Yeah. Do you feel like it's just? you know, envy and jealousy amongst the artists, or is it deeper than that to where it's like some street shit to where people be beefing, or? Mm, I don't know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Every city, you know, this just, it's just high, this just seem like this high it go, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's getting better though. That's all, That's it's getting better. But I still see you get a lot of love up there, man. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they can't do nothing but love me. I don't do nothing but show them love. You know what I'm saying? I just show, you got, I done pissed so many robbers on, I done piss so many people on just off the love, not want nothing back. I don't, inside. so many people that I let just scream rich shooters and I ain't even give them no contract. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I don't even want nothing back from it. It's just, just to, just to see somebody, just to, for me to piss somebody in position, make me happy. You know what I'm saying? Do something for me. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's like, just, you know, eat, teach one, you know, reach yeah. one. Each yeah. one, teach one. Reach one, teach one. Yeah, yeah straight so up. So it's where it's like you just want to put other people on because when you were coming up, I'm sure you wanted someone to put you on too. Yeah, it's, it's boring when you do it by yourself anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I like to, I like to pick people on. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know what I'm saying? Have a little fun with this shit. This shit fun at the end of the day. You can't take take yourself too serious. Yeah, I feel that, man. So you came home earlier this year and dropped that home detention. Yeah, what was yeah, it like yeah. putting together that project? 
Oh, I, I really did that in the house. My home intention, it, it was hard, but I feel like I was still, I was still in a, uh, had a dark cloud on my head a little bit. It was just, it had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So, feedback looked like it was pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, no, like fans sure. were waiting for you to drop. Yeah, for sure, but it was, you know what I'm saying, this right here, this is what it is right now, though. This, this new shit I'm about to drop, this, yeah. this shit is, this shit different. Yeah. It's different. Uh, you had to address some shit on GQ. Um, is that some shit you normally would do, or do you normally just let that shit slide? No, that was just a regular song. Like, that ain't like no, that's just a regular song, bro, like any other song. Um, so how do you deal with the online trolls, man? Because the bigger you get, the more trolls you get on the page. Man, you know, people be having a lot of time on their hands, you know what I'm saying? So that's just like the world we live in now. It's always going to be trolls. It's always, that's just the internet. That's Instagram, Twitter, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really take it, I don't take it too serious. I got you. So next single, next video, you got something planned? You got something tucked away or? Yeah, we going to drop something next week. I'm dropping that Welcome Back next week. Okay. Yeah. Was it the twelfth? So that's probably like fifteenth or sixteenth or something. Okay. Yeah. So it might be out by the time this shit airs then. Exactly. You might drop the same day. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So was that something you recorded when you first came home, or is it something you've been sitting on, or? Yes, I recorded as soon as I came home. Okay. Excuse me. So what type of vibe is this one on there? My, it's like popping your shit type shit. Yeah, or? popping my shit. Let them know what it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can fans expect like a new project, new album, EP, anything from yeah, you this, this year? The EP, I'm about to drop an EP probably. I'm gonna drop an EP November. <clears throat> okay. And then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give them the album next year. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give them the album next year. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, it's, it's gonna, I'm, we gonna put some big artists on there. This the independent push, and people gotta understand like there ain't no major label behind this. I do everything myself. I put all the money on myself. Me and my men, they helping me. You know what I'm saying? I got my my team. It's just us, and we don't got no major label. Yeah. We pin up our own money, you know what I'm saying? We been doing this ourselves. You feel like that's the biggest difference between being on the major and being independent? It's just you coming out of the pocket for yourself? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? The, the major, they're going to they gonna, they gonna put that bag behind you, but you might, not see, you might not see that money back. At least you're independent, you know what I'm saying? You want to invest in yourself, and you might not see the money back even if you invest in yourself, but still, you guys just... You got, you got to count on your, you know what I'm saying? You got to bet on yourself for real. And that's what I'm doing. I'm betting on myself. Not real shit, because all it takes is one big song. It's going to pay back everything. Plus, yeah, man. Yeah. I go broke by myself. I'm going to keep investing. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned some features. What about producers? Who have you been locked in with? Man, shout out to Hitman. You know what I mean? Hitman been rocking with me. Even I've been rocking with Hitman for probably like five years. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And he's just going up. I just see he got something with Fuchsia and Dirk. And he's still the same, you know what I'm saying? E major. I do I be rocking with E major, Mousetrap, uh, Jordan, uh, uh Johnny Loma. It's a couple it's a couple of producers, you know what I'm saying? But that's who I'm normally locking in with though. Okay. Um, artist wise, is there anyone you haven't worked with that you would love to work with one day? 
Mm, I don't really, I don't, I don't really uh, got no particular artist, but if you grinding and you hustling, and I see it, I'm trying to work. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, do you got any goals set for yourself for like the next year? Yeah, I'm trying to buy this house out of Hollywood. You know what I mean? <laughs> real. I'm trying to buy this house out of Hollywood. Nah, that's major right there, man. Yeah, I'm trying to do that by next year. Yeah. How do you like the vibes out there in Cali, man? I mess with it. I, I, I always got love out Cali. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where my Mexican brothers at. You know what I'm saying? Shoreline Mafia, OGs in them. You know what I'm saying? They be showing me love out there. I feel that, man. Yeah. yeah. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now today, man? Uh, man, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't, hey, y'all listen to the music. Don't take it too serious. You know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. Don't, don't try to be no follower. Cause I feel like that's what just getting a lot of kids in trouble. They trying to imitate the music, imitate what they saying, and not being they self and turn them to something that they really not. And it, and, and, it fuck, and it fuck them up in the long term. Yeah. Now that's wise words right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else you working on right now, Q? Uh, I'm, I'm working. On, I'm really working on my label. Working on. We trying to make a movie. I was when I was locked up. I tried to write a book. I wrote like half a journal. So I got that. So I probably just got finished writing the, writing that journal. So I definitely got some stuff in the cut. Okay. Yeah. Is it like a journal about your life, or with a twist to it, or? I'm I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just I'm gonna hold that I'm gonna hold that all. Okay. Cause I don't cause I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet. It might come out when I'm 50 or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Say no more, man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right, Q, you got any shout outs you'd like to give before you wrap it up here, bro? Man, shout out to the whole DMV. You know what I'm saying? Keep rocking with me. I'm rocking with y'all. I love y'all to death. You know what I'm saying? That's all, that's all I got to say, you know? Cool. Did you want to touch Oh, yeah. Shout out to all the push, all the Dirty Glove Bags if y'all fucking with me. Yes, sir, man. Nah, for shit, show. Sure.